0: this episode of Social Media Secrets, we're going to talk about a massive shift that is occurring in the space of sales specifically. This is a really interesting topic uh, because this is something we started to notice just lightly in 2022. Then we started to really sense it. I predicted it to my team in 2023. We started to kind of shift the direction that we were focusing on towards the middle of 2023, based on what I'm about to share with you, but I'm going to share with you exactly how to get sales in 2024 when it feels like absolutely everything is changing in the entire climate. Oh my goodness, it's wild. Um, Okay, so here's, here's what's happening, and then I'm going to share what to do about it. So some people have been saying things like, buyers aren't buying. There's a spending pause. It's just the economy. People don't want to buy right now. They're nervous to buy. And all of those things, while they may seem true, are not actually painting the full picture. And so many entrepreneurs have come to me over these last six months and they've said, like, how are you keeping sales going? I don't understand. We feel really confused about what's happening. Um, And that can be a really, really scary time for a business owner, for a marketer, a freelancer, all of the above. When you don't know what's happening and you don't know how to fix it. So we're just going to actually explain it all. While those statements are accurate to what it feels like is happening, they do not properly paint the picture. The truth is buyer behavior has changed. The way that people are spending money has changed. Last year I was saying it's changing and no, now it's changed. I'm going to share it with you exactly what we've seen. I've consulted with so many entrepreneurs. We've seen this happen time and time again, and it's it's impacting a lot of businesses. We're going to probably see a lot of businesses that don't adapt to what's happening and what has happened, they're gonna go under, unfortunately. You've got to figure this out. So that's why I'm like, I gotta share this because this is gonna help a lot of business owners who don't deserve to go under just because they can't figure this out. Um, Previously, you could have offers and services at pretty much any price point. You probably saw it all across the market. I'm gonna specifically speak to like marketing and business right now, but this can apply to many different industries. $45, perfect, cool. Uh, 997, yeah. $2,997, 2997 you betcha. $10,000, no problem. $50,000, let's do it. We saw this all across our space time and time again. And people would take out loans and credit cards to basically afford anything that they desired. Now, I'm just going to let you know, <laughs> some marketers and entrepreneurs actually encouraged this. And I hate that with a raging passion. Um, when I used to have students who would try to join my $12,000 mastermind and they said like, I'm going to put it on a credit card. I would straight up be like, I don't feel comfortable with that. You can't tell me that. And then join because that adds so much pressure and risk adding debt for something that you can't guarantee is going to produce something. I can't guarantee anything when someone else's efforts, And their specific situation is going to have an impact on it. So I don't like that. One time I was actually hosting a live event and I'm going to try not to say anything that identifies who this is. And the person that was coaching me on hosting this live event was on the side as I was doing the pitch and she was kind of like whisper screaming at me saying, tell them to take out their credit cards. Tell them it's okay to put it on a credit card. And I was like, stop it and she made me like time out and like come over to the side and she was like you need to like pull out a credit card and be like i always charge stuff to a credit card it's totally cool and i was like i am not going to do that i will never do that i hate that with a passion um but that was very very common in our space and then suddenly it seemed like everything started changing in 2023 I predicted this to my team. We started to make pivots accordingly. Um, Plain and simple, the middle market is essentially gone as it comes to demand and spending. It's gone. People who used to say yes to $1,000 a month services are DIYing it and outsourcing to cheaper options. People who used to want the low five-figure masterminds want to spend one tenth, one twentieth 1 20th of that. People who used to desire 997 courses are looking for cheaper alternatives and often they're starting with like YouTube videos. Um, I'm actually a part of this too. I'm not saying yes to five-figure masterminds anymore. I'd rather get on a phone call with several of my friends and brainstorm a few different things. Uh, I'm not gonna spend nine ninety seven on a course, but if you tell me you've got a ninety seven dollars course, i'm gonna I'm gonna check it out and I'm gonna implement it and see what happens. Now here's why it's happening. Number one, people have been burned a lot. I feel like you're probably saying out loud as you're listening to this. Amen, right? We see this a lot. People have been burned a lot. When you've been burned a few times, you don't do it again. It's like the person who says, I'm never dating again. (laughs) Uh, But when you've signed up for a 997 course that's basically several YouTube videos or a blog, I signed up for a course that was like, I want to say 997, and it was a blog. And I was like, this is probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Um... When people sign up for masterminds and realize it's fluff and a wasted time and they spent $25,000, they're not going to do it again, or at least not many more times. And we're experiencing the aftermath of that. It's very, very normal. Number two, people are realizing, and this one is probably going to make some people mad that I'm talking about this, but I don't. Care. (laughs) People are realizing that the whole preaching and teaching of invest more to make more, that teaching and mindset is kind of self serving. Now, spoiler alert, this was taught with such certainty for so long that I actually believed this. I thought, like, the action takers are the money makers, which to an extent is true. When people say like, um, those who invest in their growth are the most likely to be successful. Well, yes, but what you didn't share is you learned all of that literally in an NLP, AKA manipulation course that taught you how to maximize the chances of people being willing to buy your program. So those teachings of people who invest, you've got to invest to be successful. You guys, that all comes from persuasion tactics to teach someone rather indoctrinate someone that if they don't invest, that they're not going to be successful. The problem with that is, while there is some truth to that, sometimes you have to invest in order to grow. Def- I would say that's actually mostly very true. They don't have to invest with you. So when you teach that and then pitch your offer and say, remember what I taught Those who invest are more likely to have success by this and this percentage. You are falsely equating the behavior of investing with investing into your program. Oh, sorry. Okay, there we go. I I digress. People are also discovering gold in free and cheaper offers. When someone says, why should I invest in your programs? And you've probably seen me do this across social. I literally say, you shouldn't (laughs) go invest your time into my free stuff. Go implement that. I'm never going to tell you why you should buy my program. I'll tell you why it's awesome, but there is gold in cheap and free. I'm going to say this time and time and time again. I have never taken a course on writing a book, ever, especially not fiction writing. And I've learned so much from watching author panels for free on YouTube and from reading books and experiencing and cataloging what I like and what I don't. Uh, I have learned a lot from book talk. Uh, one author in particular, oh my gosh, April Henry, anyone on BookTok or anyone who wants to write books that are fiction, she's like a multiple New York Times bestselling author and she shares everything completely for free to pay it forward. I tried to hire her as a coach for writing a book and she said, no, she said, I don't need your money and what if you don't like what I offer? I was like what this is crazy so the truth is there is gold in free and cheap okay i personally am going to give different advice to anyone who's considering like buying something go binge all their free stuff first and implement it see if you actually get a result do not believe oh their good stuff must be behind the paid gate ever okay Now there's something interesting happening as well that Dan Kennedy, the copywriter, predicted in his 2008 book about the ultra-affluent. The affluent and the ultra-affluent are still spending, but even they have a massive shift in their buying behavior. They are expecting several things. A track record and proof of results from the past and tangible, measurable, specific results. Tangible, measurable, and specific results. They are willing to drop big bucks with someone who can prove results, especially right now, but they will expect results. Now, I'm talking $75,000 to $500,000 offers, and services. Right now, we're actually finding that right around that quarter of a million dollar price point is great, but I can't take on 10 clients at that price point because the results that are expected are really intense. You can't just not deliver for one of those clients or deliver shoddy results. Whew. Don't bother charging those prices either if you can't deliver or can't risk a chargeback a refund request or a lawsuit. This is super, super important. Let me take a sip of my coffee and we'll keep going. Now, all of this is what I've been calling the gap. No, Not the clothing retailer. This is a natural gap that has occurred. We also could call it the reckoning, which sounds way more dramatic, but it also sounds catastrophic. Um, It's a natural course correction for an overinflated buying market. Okay, so here's what it means and here's what to do about it. You ready for that? You ready for that? Either number one you can charge low ticket no-brainer offers with fab pricing i am a huge fan of this because it's a lot easier to deliver fantastic uh, information things that knock people's socks off at lower price points again and again and again And then people get results and they're not like having to explain to their spouse, uh, yes, I spent $3,000 with Rachel Peterson this year. And either I do have something to show for it or I don't. And their spouse is like, I don't know who Rachel Peterson is, but I hate her. Right (laughs) now. Important, 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 important. When it comes to charging low ticket, no brainer, uh, pricing, this should it should still knock people's socks off put so much in there that people are like wait what so like i saw all of these instagram programs that were starting at 197 taught by people who were getting less results than me and i was like i could do that for 98 dollars and what if i did that and then it was amazing and people got results and learned and grew and something finally felt accessible and, and possible for a change. And everyone else in the market would say, and then raise the price. What if we don't? <laughs> okay. Uh, now, super important to note, when it comes to low ticket and no-brainer offers with fab pricing, this is not for one-on-one services unless you you really desire the end result and you've done the math to determine like okay this works for me I'm going to be working a lot with lower ticket clients etc i am not a fan of that model i've tried it i've done it i've experienced it and i say no thank you i prefer other ways of having low ticket in a leveraged way, because you got to respect your time too. You don't want to be working all day and then calculate everything and be like, "This is fifteen dollars an hour that I'm making. I made more in my last job, etc." Now, number two, charge high, high ticket pricing for the affluent and ultra affluent if. You can deliver big results. This is the key. If you can deliver big results as promised. Um, Now, what's really interesting is I don't take on many of my high, high ticket clients at one time because it's a lot of work. Straight up there are no ifs ands or buts about it if people say like oh, you can just do like one call a month No, you really can't they're not going to be satisfied with that because at that price point they could go hire Five full-time people to just study courses and YouTube videos, etc and so what's interesting is only do this if you're comfortable with being really really uncomfortable a lot it is challenging mentally, emotionally, psychologically, because now you're dealing with a lot of different personalities with really big expectations. I like it. I find it to be super fun. It pushes me to grow um, the way that different people ask questions and change their requests over time. I think it's fantastic. So all of this to say, low ticket Amazing offers plus high, high ticket offers with results or one or the other, a suite of one, an occasional smattering of the other, equals a powerful game plan that not only serves the market and meets the buyers where they're at, but also allows you to make sales right now. So when people are coming to me and saying, Rachel, I've got a 1997 course and it's not selling, I'm like, take several pieces of it and sell it at a lower price point, uh, several of the pieces that get a big result, or teach those methodologies to high, high high-ticket clients that are affluent or ultra-affluent. I know this will serve you. 2024 is already fun. It's weird. It's wild. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.